Hey guys, welcome back to Kitchen Table MTG. I'm your host, Buzz. The moon landing was faked. I mean, uh, imprisoned by the moon, Aldrin. Uh, today is episode 23. It's part three of our cube series. We're going to be taking a look at Shadows over Innistrad and Eldritch Moon. We're going to get eight cards from these two sets in each color and uh, add it to the cube. So one thing I did want to go over before we get into this, you know, these are just what we're grabbing to put in the cube right now. We're definitely going to tune the cube to uh, fit, you know, a theme for each guild. But right now, this is just what we're pulling and putting in there, and then we're going to be left with a big old stack of cards and have to go through it and see what makes the cut and what doesn't. So when you hear a card, you're like, why is he putting that in there? For right now, we're just trying to grab cards and, you know, have some options when we're editing the cube at the end here. But, uh... We'll get into the cube series, but first I wanted to talk about the uh, Battle Bond spoilers I saw. So, I mean, the spoilers officially started today, but I saw a lot of people talking about doubling season and uh, it was going to be reprinted at Mythic, so I'm pretty excited about that. I don't own one, but uh, definitely going to get one. Definitely going to get one. If it, you know, even if it's just at $40, I, maybe I'll buy a box of this. I don't know. My wife wants one too, though, so instead of buying a box, we'll probably just buy buy what we want out of this set since doubling season's going to be so expensive. But uh, let's see, I don't know. Maybe it'll be at $20. I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping the old price, the old art price drops a little bit because I like that art a lot better, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we also got some partner stuff happening here. Not as good as the original partner. This is partner with, so there's a specific card it's partnered with. And uh, if you cast one of those creatures, you get to search your library for another, or that the creature that it's partnered with and reveal it and put it into your hand. That's what I'm, I'm pretty sure it does out of the spoilers I've seen so far. I mean, like I said, spoiler season starts right now for that set, but... Uh, We'll see, I'm pretty sure that's what it's doing. <clears throat> but, let's jump into the cube here. First up, we got white. And we did pretty good on the CMC for white. So we got a lot of low-costed stuff here we're adding in. But let's jump into that. We've got a 1-drop. It's a 1-2 Raven Inspector. And when it enters the battlefield, we investigate. So we get that clue token that we can sack, for, sack and pay 2 of any color mana and draw a card. We're gonna have, you know, we need to have card draw in every color, and this is definitely gonna help that out a little bit. We've got a little cantrip action going on. You know, maybe we'll throw Deadeye Navigator in there. Maybe we'll get to uh, make a whole bunch of blue tokens, but we'll see. Uh, we already threw in Eldrazi Displacer, so. But like I said, we'll see what makes the end cut. Let's get into some two drops here. First up, we've got Handwear Militia Captain. This is one of any color and one white for a 2-2. And at the beginning of our upkeep, if we control four or more creatures, we transform him. And it transforms into Westvale Cult Leader. And Westvale Cult Leader's power and toughness are equal to the number of creatures we control. And at the beginning of our end step, we put a 1-1 white and black human creature token onto the battlefield. So that's, I mean, that's definitely probably going to make the cut. Next up, we've got Lone Rider. This is a two-drop, one-one, first strike, first strike, lifelink. And at the beginning of our end step, uh, if we gain three or more life this turn, we'll transform Lone Rider 
into it that rides as one, which is a first strike trample lifeling 4-4. Which isn't bad, but you know, I don't know. We'll see if this one makes the cut. We're probably going for a probably going for a life game, you know, and Orzov will have the aristocrats and then token Selesnia, you know, so there'll probably be some probably be some lifeling life game shenanigans going on there, but uh Let's jump into number four here. We've got Selfless Spirit, and this is a two-drop, two-one with flying. Not bad, but we sacrifice Selfless Spirit creatures we control gain indestructible until end of turn. Definitely going to be a star, the star draft pick there. I mean, that's that's uh, that's going to help out any strategy. So <clears throat> let's get into number five here. We got Thalia Heretic Healer. And this is a 3-drop, three 3-2 three with First Strike, and creatures and non-basic lands our opponents control enter the battlefield path. It's going to help out any strategy, too. I mean, that's just nice, you know? I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if this makes it, but having the creatures enter the battlefield tapped on the opponent's side, that uh, that's going to be a pretty strong, strong ability in this cube. So we'll see at the end, see if it makes it. Next up, we've got collective effort and this is one you know i threw collective brutality in there for the black and i looked at the price it was twenty dollars so i don't know i've got a couple of these things sitting in a folder if you've got a couple of them throw collective brutality in there but had to cut it for the show but collective effort is a one of any color white white and it has x escalate tap and untap creature we control so there are three options on here we could tap two other creatures and do all three or just tap one and do two it says uh the first option is destroy target creature with power four or greater yeah i mean that's definitely going to help out then we have destroy target enchantment i mean that's not bad and then put a 1-1 counter on each creature target player controls so i mean none of these options are something you're not going to want to use from game to game i mean you're going you're gonna to want to use these options this one is probably the nicest out of the collectives series in uh you know to put in the cube and it's sitting at 49 cents so grab that up it will be useful next up we've got always watching this is a three drop enchantment non-token creatures you control get plus one plus one and have vigilance um yeah just a solid card and last we have odric Lunark Marshall. So this is a four drop, three of any color, one white for a legendary creature, human soldier, three, three. And at the beginning of each combat, creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn. If a creature you control has, if a creature we control has first strike. The same is true for flying death touch, double strike, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, reach, skulk, trample, and vigilance. So, I mean, yeah, this thing, that's that's solid. I mean, you're going to have a lot of these abilities on all your creatures. That's that's going to help out quite a bit. But uh, that dis does it for white here. Let's jump into black. Let me change my color. I'm tapped out here. So we're going to go over the three that I didn't take from Shadows over Innistrad or Eldritch Moon. And first up, we've got Victimize. 
Two of any color and one black for a sorcery. Choose two target creature cards in your graveyard. Sacrifice a creature. If you do, return the chosen cards to the battlefield tap. I mean that you know we're we're gonna want the uh, we're gonna want the reanimation abilities. We've got a lot of dredge, delirium, throwing stuff in the graveyard. Things happening when this cube is uh, all complete here. So. Let's throw another one in here. We've got Animate Dead. This is a two-drop enchant creature out of a graveyard. It comes to the battlefield with a negative one, negative zero, um, and it's from any graveyard. So, I mean, that's just going to help out no matter what we're doing. And then uh, we got one of my favorite pet cards. This guy's great for a couple different combo synergies here, but uh, Carrion Feeder is a one black, one one zombie. And it can't block, but we sacrifice a creature and put a 1-1 counter on Carrion Feeder. So, yeah, I mean, any type of per persist shenanigans with uh, Ivy Lane Benzene, and I think we added him already. But, uh, yeah, it's just gonna, it's gonna give us some combo synergy happening. Let's jump into the stuff we pulled out of Shadows over in the Strahd and Eltridge Moon. First up, we got Crypt Breaker. This does have kind of a zombie synergy, but it makes zombies, so we're, you know, it's gonna work. It's a one drop, one one zombie, and you pay one of any color and one black. Tap, discard a card, and put a 2 2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Tap, three untapped zombies you control, draw a card, and lose one life. So, I said before, we're not gonna go tribal, but there are going to be enough zombies just, you know, just there because zombies are in black that we might be able to make this work and it makes zombies itself. So, you know, I mean, it's uh, that drawing a card and losing a life to tap three untapped zombies you control is so strong. This was a $5 card not too long ago, now it's at $1.74, so. Okay, let's uh, let's get back into black here. We've got Relentless Dead. Now this card is six dollars on TCG Player Mid, but uh, I managed to find one. It was a Japanese moderately played version for four fifty-seven or whatever the hell it was. But uh, you know, I mean, you're lucky if you do get the Japanese version. This thing's only got a short story for the text on there, so it'll be fine. Um, and it is black black for a 2-2 zombie. There you go. We got some more stuff happening for Crypt Breaker there, but it has menace and When relentless dead dies you may pay one black if you do return it to its owner's hand And then it has a, another ability on here when relentless dead dies You may pay X if you do return another target zombie creature card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield so yeah I mean, throwing a lot of a lot of reanimation in here um it's gonna have a lot of a lot of dredge and uh you know have some delve stuff we're throwing some stuff into the graveyard quite a bit of delirium so especially when we start adding some multicolored creatures in here then then it's gonna be you know we'll tune this thing up super nice Next up, we've got Murder. So this is one of any color, black, black for an instant. Destroy target creature. There you go. We got some, uh, got some more creature destruction in black. 
Uh, number seven, we've got Mind Rack Demons. So this is two of any color and black black for Demon 4-5 Flying Trample. When Mind Rack Demon enters the battlefield, we put the top four cards of our library into our graveyard. So, yeah, I mean, there you go. You got your Delirium happening, and this has got Delirium. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose four life unless there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard. So that's what Delirium is. You gotta have four card types in your graveyard, and it triggers. So let's get to the last... Uh, Last black card, we got another flip card here. Uh, Voldoran Pariah. Three of any color in black black, but it has a madness cost of black black black. We're gonna have some discard stuff happening here. This is a 3 3 flyer, and it says sacrifice three other creatures, and we transform her. It transforms into Abolisher of Bloodlines, and this is a 6 5 flyer. And uh, when it transforms, target opponent sacks three creatures. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if this one makes the, the final tuning. But uh, for right now, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot in black. So, I did, uh, did what I could. Okay, let's jump into blue here. Up for number one, we've got Wharf Infiltrator. This is a two-drop 1-1 one, one with Skulk. So this creature can't be blocked by creatures with greater uh, power. And when Wharf Infiltrator deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. If you do, discard a card. When you discard a creature card, you may pay two of any color. If you do, put a 3-2 colorless Eldrazi Horror creature token onto the battlefield. So we got another short story on the card here. That is always nice to throw in. I mean, it's just, you know, there's some options on here. It does quite a bit. Uh, next up, we've got Thing in the Ice. And this is another two drop, and it's a flip. So Thing in the Ice is a 0-4 with Defender. And when it enters the battlefield, it enters with four ice counters on it. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, remove an ice counter from thing in the ice. Then, if it has no ice counters, transform it. And it transforms into Awoken Horror. And this is a 7-8 Kraken Horror. When this creature transforms, return all non-horror creatures to their owner's hand. So, I mean, you know, even if we don't have... Um, it's not going to be that easy to cast all those instants and sorceries. We'll have some other shenanigans that take some counters off, and we'll try, you know, try to have try to have some more stuff that deals with those counters. But uh, uh, let's get into number three here. We have Imprisoned in the Moon. Two of any color, one green for an enchant creature, land, or planeswalker. Enchanted permanent is a colorless land that adds one colorless mana to your mana pool and loses all other card types and abilities. So, you know, this is a nice almost Song of the Dryads, uh, but in blue, I mean, great removal. So we're throwing it in. Um, next up, we've got Ingenious Scab. So Ingenious Scab is two of any color and one blue for two, three with prowess. And it has the ability to pay one blue um, and it gets plus one, negative one, until end of turn. And the prowess, I just, I love prowess, um, in a draft format. I mean, probably, probably one of my favorite 
favorite abilities in draft format, but whenever you cast a non-creature spell, this creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So we had that plus one, negative one. If we can make this guy unblockable, he's just going to do some work. I'm really liking in Genie Scab here. Uh, next up, we've got Nibblus of Frost. This is a four drop 3-3 three, three with flying and prowess. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, tap target creature and opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So, yeah, I, like I said, I like the prowess. I like this added extra ability given us for casting non creature spell or instants and sorceries. Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely staying in my version, so. Next up, we've got Identity Thief. Another 4-drop, 0-3. And when Ident Identity Thief attacks, you may exile another target non-token creature. If you do, Identity Thief becomes a copy of that creature until end of turn. Return the exiled card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. So, this is just going to get a big creature out of our opponent's uh, defense there, and we're going to attack in with it and see how much they like it. Really like Identity Thief, probably one of my favorite clones. Um, so, there's that. Then we've got Forgotten Creation. This is another 4-drop. A lot of 4-drops in this blue. We're definitely going to have to find some cards with lower CMC. But it's a 3-3 with Sculpt, so it can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may discard all the cards in our hand and then draw that many cards. So, I mean, that's pretty nice. Pretty nice card draw. Helps the Delirium. Helps a lot of things out. Um, definitely worth the 4-mana there, but... Let's get into the last one here for blue. We've got Docent of Perfection, another flip card. This is a 5-drop, but it's a 5-4 flyer. Whenever we cast an instant or sorcery spell, you put a 1-1 blue human wizard creature token onto the battlefield. Then if we control three or more wizards, he flips into final iterations. So final iterations, an Eldrazi Insect 6-5 with flying. And all those wizards we made, and all wizards get plus two, plus one, and half flying. And then whenever we cast an instant or sorcery spell, we put a 1-1 blue human wizard token onto the battlefield. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty nice uh, get get him out early, ramp up, get him out early, cast a lot of instants and sorceries. I mean, that's, that's a super nice strategy there. But uh, let's jump into some red here. So, uh, what do we got first up for red? Oh, this is a nice one here. We got Lightning Axe. So, this is a one-drop instant as an additional cost to cast Lightning Axe, discard a card, or pay five. So, I mean, like I said, man, that Dredge, Delirium, all this stuff, um, Delve, it's all going to be in there, and we're, we're definitely going to want to use the Graveyard. I love using the Graveyard synergies. But uh, we pay one red for an instant, and then I would recommend discarding a card. Lightning Axe deals 5 damage to target creature. So we got some nice nice removal. Uh, we got some madness activations or delirium or whatever we're doing there. Um, for number 2 we've got Prophetic Ravens. And Prophetic Ravens, let me find that here. It's an enchantment, one drop enchantment. We enchant a creature, and the creature has haste. 
and tap to discard a card and draw a card. It's got some utility on there, you know, even if we don't want to discard a card, draw a card, throw down a big old beast, put this on it for one, and we're attacking in that turn. Next up, we've got Skin Invasion. So this is a flip card, but it's a one-drop enchant aura, so we enchant a creature. Enchanted creature attacks each combat if able. When enchanted creature dies, we transform Skin Invasion. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're going to want to drop this on one of our opponent's utility creatures. And then block it. When it dies, we're left with a 3-4 insect horror. I mean, that's just nice. You know, you got some little bit of card removal. It's janky card removal, but uh, we're going to take that. Okay, so next up we got another prowess card. This is a 2-drop, 1-3, but it's got the prowess. Nothing else to say about that. We're throwing it in. It is a sang Sanguinary Mage. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself there. Okay, number five, we got Tormenting Voice. Uh, this is a sorcery. It's a two-drop. As an additional cost to cast Tormenting Voice, we discard a card, and then we draw two cards. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some madness stuff in here. This, It's going to be super nice being able to have these discard out outlets, you know. So, now don't think of that discard as a negative, and it's a nice red card draw. We just gotta make it all work at the end. Um, next up we've got Handware Garrison. Uh, this is a 3-drop, 2-3 creature, and whenever it attacks, put two 1-1 red human creature tokens onto the battlefield tap from attacking. So, I mean, that's nice in itself. Uh, there's a land, Handware Battlements sure where this one flips into it's not showing me the flip but we're, we're probably going to take those tri lands out eventually and add some utility lands in and the handwar battlements gives a creature haste for one red and tap so and, and it's probably definitely going to make it in we'll see we'll talk about that a little bit later next up we've got another collective this is collective defiance it's a three drop sorcery it has escalate we pay one of any color choose one or more. Target player discards all the cards in his or her hand and then draws that many cards. Got a little bit more card draw going on. Collective Defiance deals 4 damage to target creature or Collective Defiance deals 3 damage to target opponent. So I mean a little bit of versatility. Um, you might want to use all that sooner or later but uh, throwing it in there. Okay last card for wet red we've got Savage Alliance. And the phone's ringing again, so let me pause it. Okay, I'm back, and I'm back with the last card for red. We've got Savage Alliance. It is a three-drop instant, and it has also got the three modes like the last one, uh, with the same Escalate of one of any color. First is Creatures Target Player's Control Gain Trample until end of turn. Number two, we've got Savage Alliance deals two damage to target creature. And for number three, we've got Savage Alliance deals one damage to each creature target opponent controls. So those are some more nice options there. We'll take that. Um, let's get into green. And green, I had the most cards in my original pick, so we got some really good stuff in green. First up, we've got Gnarled Dryad. This is a one-drop 1-1 one -one with Death Touch. I mean, that's not bad, but Gnarled Dryad gets plus two, plus two, as long as there are four or more card types among cards in our graveyard. So, you know, I mean, mid-game, at 
beginning of the game, we're gonna have a little 1-1 death touch creature. It's gonna help us out, you know, keep some people from attacking into us. And then a little later on, we get a 3 3 3-3 with death touch, so. Um, yeah, I don't know, this is kinda, you know, when I saw this, I bought quite a few of them. I don't know, I kinda like this card. The art's super sweet, so. Let's get into number two here. We got another one drop. This card I got a couple of too. It is a sorcery. Search your library for a basic land card. Reveal it and put it into your hand and then shuffle your library. But if we have Delirium, uh, instead we search our library for a creature or a land card. Reveal it and put it into your hand and shuffle your library. So, I mean, you get the Worldly Tutor or you get a Sylvan Scrying if you have Delirium for one. I'm, I'm liking that. Next up, we've got Cryptolith Rite. we got some man Mana Ramp going on here. And Cryptolith Rite is a two-drop enchantment. Creatures you control have add one mana of any color to your mana pool. This is just going to help us start dropping our hand uh, early in the game. So, Next up, we got a little bit of card card selection here. We've got Grapple with the Pass. Sorry. This is a two-drop instant, one of any color, and one green, and we put the top three cards of our library into our graveyard. Then you may return a creature or land card from your graveyard to your hand. So this is going to help help the Delirium. You know, we're getting some stuff into our graveyard. Maybe we're running green-black or green-white, and we got some animate uh, reanimation going on. But the nice thing about this card is it's instant speed, and we get to return a creature or land from our graveyard to our hand. So, you know, that creature or land could have already been in the graveyard. It does, I mean, it's just, it's like a, sort of like a revive. Um, in the same sense as getting some card selection in there, so I really like uh, really like grapple with the past. Uh, number five here, we've got Primal Druid, and Primal Druid is a two-drop zero-three. And when it dies, we may search our library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield, tap, then shuffle our library. So, I mean, we got green-black here, carrying feeder, puts an extra 1-1 counter on him, and we get a ramp up a land. That's pretty sweet. Um, where are we? Eldritch Evolution. So this, this is another one of my favorite cards. I really liked Eldritch Moon, I don't know, I just, the art on it was super cool, it had a lot of, a lot of stuff that dealt with the graveyard, I just really liked Eldritch Moon set, but, uh, this is a 3-drop sorcery, and as an additional cost to Eldritch Evolution, sacrifice a creature. Then we search our library for a creature card with converted mana cost X or less, where X is 2 plus the sacrifice creature's converted mana cost. Put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library, exile Eldritch Evolution. So yeah, it goes straight onto the battlefield, you know, we do Primal Druid. We sack Primal Druid to this, we're searching for a 4 drop and putting it directly on the battlefield, and we get that extra land. There's going to be lots of stuff we can do with Eldritch Evolution. Really like this card. Next up we've got Soul Swallower. This one's going to be a pretty sweet finisher here. We've got a 4 drop, 3-3 three, three with Trample, and it has a Delirium trigger. So when we have Delirium, we may put 3 1-1 one, one counters on Soul Swallower. 
at the beginning of each upkeep. So, I mean, that guy's gonna get big over time. You know, if we could drop this turn two or three and have delirium, I mean, it's gonna be pretty hard, but, uh, I mean, this guy can get pretty big pretty quick. Three counters, that's, uh, it's doing quite a lot of work there. And then, uh, last up, we've got, and I'm not doing these cards by, by, uh, you know, the best cards to the worst cards, or the worst cards to the best cards, I don't think this last one's the best, but, uh, I was trying to do them in CMC order, so, last, we've got Second Harvest, this is a 4-drop instant, for each token you control, put a token onto the battlefield, that's a copy of that permanent. So, yeah, I mean, this might make it, we'll see how much token stuff we got, but already we got, you know, we got some tokens synergy in every color, so probably gonna make it um, but in the same sense I don't know if we're gonna be adding anointed procession um, I mean it's an $8 card right now but um, yeah I don't know I don't know we'll have to see at the end but that does it or no that doesn't do it we've still got our artifacts here so let's jump into the artifacts we've got Cathar shield this is zero drop with an equip cost of three and the equipped creature gets plus zero, plus three, and has vigilance. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see if that one makes it. But then we got Haunted Cloak. This is a three-drop equipment with an equip cost of one, so that's not bad. And the enchant creature has vigilance, trample, and haste. This is definitely better. It's probably going to stay in. I mean, that's just nice. You're going to want every one of those abilities on a creature, so... Uh, and last for the artifacts, we have Skeleton Key. This is one-drop equipment with an equip cost of two, and the creature, equipped creature has Skulk, so it can't be blocked by a creature with greater power. That's nice. But the equipped creature deals combat damage to a player. You may draw a card if you do discard a card. So, I mean, that, that alone can help out some synergy. The Skulk, though, I mean, it's not going to make it not going to make it able to go through every turn, so we'll see how that does um, at the end. So that does it for today's episode. Um, yeah, I know right now it's seeming like just a big jumbled mess of cards, but we've still got quite a few more sets to go through, and uh, you know, once all those sets are there, we're definitely going to have to start finding some synergies between the guilds and try to make this thing as smooth as possible. We'll edit some cards out and get some older stuff in here. Um, and just try to keep it, you know, a cheap, affordable cube that, you know, I tried to do it from sets that aren't that old that your game store is still selling packs of. So hopefully, you know, you guys have most of these cards and then you can have a cube of your own. And, uh, you know, hopefully the most expensive part is just buying the sleeves for it. So. Uh, I hope this helps out some people, but if you want to see the deck list so far, you can visit me on Tapped Out at Kitchen Table MTG. I'll have all the links in the description below. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at UTB Game Co. Um, you can visit my website at underthebridgegameco.com. Right now, I got some D20 deck boxes. Once things slow down at work a little bit, I'm going to be making some cube boxes. So that'll be there in the, in the future. Um, you can email me at underthebridgegameco at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page at underthebridgegameco. Um, Twitter. You can find me on any podcast, you know, Spotify, Lipson, 
uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all those things at Kitchen Table MTG. And I think that uh, that's all the places you can find me at. So, uh, yeah, come check out the Tapped Out list, and I will talk to you guys a little later in the week. Music by BenSound.com.